what is this? Are we up to um, Thursday already? Yeah, we're up to the first of the... Big the, Thursday. The, the, these two should combined should be less than 10 minutes. I uh, wouldn't be too sure. <laughs> you don't got a lot to say about these, huh? I, I don't. I actually literally wrote, I wrote one note <laughs> <laughs> for the first one, and then I just copied and pasted it for the second one. Girl, my lips are sealed. You make me one bar. Heal my car, shield my tie, heal high, deal by, we'll stop you. Jim Davis is my name. You're listening to Being Jim Davis, the Garfield of podcasts. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. And my name is Jonathan Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. John, today is Thursday, the 5th of October, 1978, and we are looking at the ninth ever Garfield strip after the first hundred. Chris, all of that is extremely true and very accurate and possibly possibly quite historical as well. I mean, I disagree because I would say true and accurate, like you're either you're on or you're off. I don't think you get to qualify it. Yeah, that's what I was doing a bit. Oh, really? Yeah, I was going to say it was very unique next. Oh. Anyway, Uh, in in today's strip for Thursday, October 5th, 1978... Look, if something is hard, like, say, preparing human civilization for the looming threat of climate change, it's probably better to just give up completely. And hey, why not go whole hog and hand the reins of power over to a team of literal white supremacists while we're at it? (laughs) That's an excellent, excellent synopsis of today's strip, John. In fact, I think there's barely any point the two of us describing what happens because listeners clearly, you know, based on that synopsis... They they get it. Critics have assessed that synopsis uh, in in a negative light and said that much of it is extra textual. Uh, <laughs> to which I say, uh, you know, haters gonna hate. Yeah. Or get in the White House. Yeah. Brought it back and around. Continue hating. So anyway, John, in panel one, in panels one, two, and three, Garfield <laughs> is in bed. John, I'll, I'm going to do you one better. In panels one, two, three, four, five, and six, counting tomorrow's strip as also part of today's, Garfield is in bed. That was that was that was three better. Um, panel one, Garfield yawns. Yeah, we've all been there, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think he it's stretches funny his arms. We we've come up with voices for John and Lyman, but not Garfield. Yeah, well, I mean, because Garfield rarely uh, actually makes noise. He usually just thinks. Yeah, but he does think. I mean, like, do you imagine Lorenzo Music's voice? Not only do I, I think we've had this discussion before on a previous episode. Uh, well, you um, know, hundred episodes down, thir- some thirteen thousand to go. You know, we're, like, and- we're gonna we're gonna cover some some of the same ground. More and John, let me let me be very clear. When I agreed with you that I imagine Lorenzo Music's voice when I see Garfield thinking, what I meant was, no, I actually don't do that. I don't know why I agreed with you. <laughs> and in fact, I think I said that I do that last time we talked about this, and both <laughs> on both occasions, it was a lie. It was a blatant untruth, and I don't know why I said it. Did you say that it was a lie last time? No, I don't huh. think so. So we're, we're finally on to new territory, at least. <laughs> Um, you know, I think I imagine, I think when I'm reading the strip, like to the extent 
that there's a voice in my head, I guess it's my own. Yeah, I think I think Garfield yeah. is is meant to, uh, you know, you're supposed to put in your own uh, your own voice in his head. I think. Yeah, I, I think I do. Now, Maybe. John I and Lyman, I guess I I don't hear my own voice when they're speaking necessarily. Do you? Like, do you, do you, when you read it, do you, do you hear John Arbuckle doing a voice or Lyman? I mean, I, well, now I just hear the voices that we do for them. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, panel one, Garfield's yeah. yawning. Garfield uh, and yawns. this, he is articulating. Yeah. So, I mean, if we had a Garfield voice, we'd do it there. Yawn! <laughs> Yours seemed more realistic, but. I actually did yawn. Oh, Okay. Panel, do you it's, think it's come you yawned to this. because you saw Garfield yawning? No, I think, think it's because I triggered a yawn within you. Because you made a fake yawn noise. Oh. I think that's what it was. So Garfield yawns. I just did a real yawn. Uh, act two, Garfield thinks a quip. That's not even a quip. No, no yeah, you're right. It's not even a quip. It's, it's, just, it's, a, it's, it's a an simple observation. declarative sentence. That floor sure looks cold this morning. It seems mean-spirited, though. Yeah, I mean, he seems he seems angry. He doesn't mm. seem like like um, trepidatious about the cold floor or anything. He mm. just seems angry. Yeah. Panel mm. three, Garfield's put the blanket back over his head. We can just see his eyes, and he's thinking, "Better not risk it." Uh, not much of a punchline. Mm. Not very funny. No, no, it's uh, you know, Garfield is. Uh talking himself into uh, doing what he wanted to do anyway. Yeah, I mean, look, we've, we've all been there. We, uh, we've all, like, not wanted to get up on a cold morning. I, I can identify with it. Some of us have to get up and fucking go to work, Garfield. You know, we're not all elitist cats who can sleep all day. Elitist coastal cats? Coastal elite <laughs> cats. The coastal feline elite. <laughs> <laughs> the, the coast of... Uh... Muncie. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm t- I'm I'm just a, I'm a simple wor- Midwestern working man, John, and I'm tired of Jim Davis pushing his feline agenda on me. Yeah, don't I uh, don't I don't I know it or whatever. You got anything else to say about this one? I'm totally tapped out. Okay, I do have one thing. This look. Okay, spoiler alert. Tomorrow's episode also relates to Garfield not wanting to get out of bed because the floor is cold. Now, John, it's like such a narrow. <laughs> a I mean, narrow topic you know, it's a, it's a slice of life, John. Not just in bed, not just the act of not wanting to get up out of bed, but his exact reason is the same. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. No, no, you're like you're right. It's, it's, and neither one has really got a joke going for it. Um. You'll recall a while back. I didn't bother to look up the date. I I just don't care enough. But uh, back in September, uh, Jim Davis ran a series about how it was painfully hot in the summer, right? Mm. And I Mm -hmm. felt like, and and basically Jim Davis eluded me. It struck um, me. Chris, that would be September 20th through September 22nd. Yeah, that sounds right. It struck me as... Way too late in the year for for a series about hot summer weather. And so I went to the trouble of looking up 
when summer ended in 1978 and also the day-to-day temperatures in Muncie, Indiana, where <laughs> Garfield lives. And on, on both cases, Jim Davis escaped my grasp. He, he planned those strips to happen on the final days of summer, and it actually turned out to have been pretty hot in Muncie, Indiana. John. Yeah, but it's not like he could have known that. I, I disagree. Could he have known that it was going to be hot by on the days when those strips ran? I mean, because they're written like a month in advance or something, right? Okay, you're assuming that Jim Davis obeys the laws of physics. Um, All right, make your point. Look, I tried this. I I felt the same thing again this time. I was like, really? Was it that cold in early October? Like, really? Really? And John, he got he got away again, but this time it's even weirder, <laughs> right? So like, I look at the, I I call up I call up the weather from Muncie, Indiana, um, October nineteen seventy eight, and we're talking about like the night of October fourth to the morning of October fifth, and then October sixth as well, right? Wait, what what are we talking about? The the temperatures in Muncie, Indiana, right? No no no. I'm going somewhere with this, and you might be surprised where this ends, John. Do we okay. know for a fact that Garfield takes place in Muncie, Indiana? I mean, we you have, and I have been we assuming have that. assumed that on the basis of essentially zero evidence. But just go with me. Go, right. go with me on this. Okay. Wednesday, October 4th, the day before, right? It was a, a, a reasonable 64. The high was a reasonable 64, and it got <laughs> down to 55 Fahrenheit overnight. Now, 55 is not that cold. Right, the floor is not going to get that cold. We don't know what kind of floor this is. Just, just, just go with me. It's not <laughs> that cold. But okay, here's the what thing. What if it's metal? Here's the thing, John. All right. Thursday, the day that this strip aired, Thursday, October fifth. Aired. All right. The day it was. What do you want from me? Broadcast, <laughs> shown on a movie theater. I don't know how people saw this strip. It's unknown to us. Right. Maybe it was beamed into their homes with some sort of a uh, uh, laser device. We Modern don't know. science can't, uh, you know, can't recreate that. But here's where it gets weird. The day of Thursday, October 5th, 1978. Maximum temperature, 55 Fahrenheit. Minimum temperature, 55 Fahrenheit. According to the historical statistics, the temperature in Muncie, Indiana... On the day this strip aired, Thursday, October 5th, 1978, remained constant throughout the day. We move on to uh, Friday, October 6th, 1978, the final day of the sequence. There is no information. Someone or something got into the historical records of the temperatures in Muncie, Indiana, and removed this information so no one would know whether or not this strip was accurate. Probably uh, probably Jim Davis, right? I mean... I mean, that's one possibility. Did we remove Jim it? Davis, Jim Davis is covering his tracks. That seems like the most likely exposition. As you noted, this data is coming from weatherunderground.com, and John Arbuckle was... A member of the Weather Underground. That's that's almost a like a a more serious question. Like, why is the name of the site the name of? I mean, it's just a it's a funny group. name for a weather app. Yeah. Is all. Yeah. I mean, it's I guess, really www.wonderground.com. The weather sure. Underground. 
Yeah. It's a good way. It's a good weather app. I just use the built-in one. Eh. I eh. mean, if you don't if you don't care about quality, sure. I just I just do whatever Apple tells me to do. Um, I mean, um, we know that the Russian government mm. has the capability to, like, you know. Yeah. Who did? Think, who did it? You think Russia hacked the uh, the the weather? It, Statistics for Muncie, Indiana in 1978? To cover up for Jim Davis? It's possible. Russian Garfield. Yeah. All right. I'm convinced. All right, then. Moving on. Uh, You've been listening to Being Jim Davis, a podcast that is increasingly difficult to edit. You can support the program by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. Please visit the blog at www.beingjimdavis.com where you can leave us a comment. You can uh, send us an email at info at beingjimdavis.com. Visit our Cafe Press shop, cafepress.com slash beingjimdavis. You can follow us on Twitter at beingjimdavis or follow me at Christopher... No, 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 no. Follow me at Dr. underscore Garfield. Chris, is that Garfield or Jarfield? <laughs> and uh, John is something can else. Follow me at Inscrutable Taco, and um, you know we thank you for listening to our program. I feel like we we really went off the rails on that one. Yeah, I'm feeling really low energy all of a sudden. Sad. Sad. <laughs>